listening to the Sovereign Society podcast, a spiritual lifestyle sanctuary empowering you to honor the journey, trust the process, and radiate your radness. I'm your soul guide, Sabrina Riccio, kundalini yoga teacher, spiritual mentor, and modern medicine woman who's on a mission to anchor in heaven on earth in this golden era. Join me every week where I gather some of my favorite spiritual leaders, goddesspreneurs, and change makers for some authentic conversations about all things spirituality, wellness, what it takes to build your empire, and so much more. Over the years, after my deep kundalini awakening and a series of events like being struck by lightning, it's been loud and clear that part of my divine purpose here is to share with you the tools and the guidance that supported me along the way. My mission here is to empower you to navigate through these changing times with ease and grace as you go forth and align to your soul's destiny while staying true and real along the way. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sovereign Society podcast and get ready because we're about to go in deep and come out the other side stronger than ever before. Hello and welcome to this new episode of the Sovereign Society podcast. I am so thrilled to have you here and to share with you the medicine of this episode, episode 52 here with my dear sister, Allison Charles. And it's not every day I get to talk about shamanism and what it means to do the deep inner work to heal from the inside out. And this was a conversation I felt was coming years ago. And I remember first finding Allison while I was really deep in my spiritual path and still hiding in the spiritual closet, really. Um, That was the summer I was starting to really step out and start doing the inner work and transmuting the old stories and I just knew that someday I would be sitting down with this woman having a conversation and that we'd be friends. And sure enough, a couple years later, she's staying at my house here in Joshua Tree at the Crieso Casita. And we're just really connecting. And she, you know, she sees the world the way that I do and very similar paths and journeys about her going from rock star shaman to stepping up into the world as I am Allison Charles and just owning that. And that was a similar experience that I had with Shamanessa Gadesen to just coming in as Sabrina Riccio. And it was so beautiful to be able to have this conversation with her. We had it the last day of her stay out here. And before that, she was, you know, a typical Sunday night at an Italian household eating family dinner with us. And my family came up um, to Joshua Tree. It was like Memorial Day we recorded this. And she had dinner with us and just really got to meet my family. And it was just so amazing to see, you know, how much I've even shifted from when I recorded this, but more so how much of an impact this woman has made in a life to, in my life to really push me and to motivate me and to support me to keep stepping up and to keep showing up more and more. And so this episode was so awesome. And If you don't know much about Alison Charles, I would say jump on it because this woman is such a powerhouse and the work that she's doing in the world of bringing meditation and shamanism and all of these beautiful practices to the world and making it attainable in such a way is so powerful. You know, she was named a top uh, meditation by Oprah Magazine and she's been featured in Elle and National Geographic and Huffington Post and Forbes. 
And she's just a powerhouse, plain and simple. She's just a powerhouse. She's a global television host, and she's a shamanic practitioner and a conscious lifestyle expert. And she's just here to help people expand their consciousness. And I just appreciate her passion, her dedication to be a conduit for God, for peace, for Mother Gaia, and just to share her medicine so effortlessly with grace. I just, I love this woman so much. And so if you haven't, go follow her on Instagram at I am Allison Charles, A-L-Y-S-O-N Charles, and start following her. She has these monthly energetic forecasts and um, energy readings that she does for Well and Good Magazine, where she shares her, her knowledge of animal totems and talks about the energy. And she just offers so much to the world again. And I was just so grateful. And so in this episode, we talked about her, you know, shifting from a brand name into herself and to her journey about just trusting and listening to her inner voice and awakening and tapping into her intuition and what it means to really trust and surrender, as well as the power of going on these shamanic journeys, as well as the importance of really diving into our deep inner childhood wounds to infuse compassion and peace. I think that is so critical and so important. We also talked about what it means to follow the intuitive hunches in this downloads to open up these new endeavors, like how she did with shamanic PR. And there's a really amazing story about that. And this is the biggest thing is just being aware of the resurrection addiction and what it means to transmute the story, the old stories to really reclaim your sovereignty and what happens when you courageously step forth onto your path. Uh, and being able to do that deep inner work in order to shine your light brighter. So go check out Allison Charles. Go follow her on Instagram. She also has an amazing, powerful TV show called Soul Reboot, and it's on uh, Focus TV, and she's just bringing all these really powerhouse teachers, and again, I just love her so much. So if you haven't already, uh, follow us at Sabrina Riccio on Instagram and follow Allison Charles. I am Allison Charles on Instagram. And send us a screenshot. Tag us when you are listening, vibing. If there's a certain thing that's catching you, send a screen, take that screenshot and tag us in it. We want to know who's listening. Don't forget to also use the hashtag Summer Society Podcast and let us know what you feel. If you haven't, Please leave a review on iTunes. We have over a hundred reviews and we were on the charts. We're on the top 50 charts for spirituality here, the Sovereign Society podcast. And so that means so much to me. I put my heart and soul into this to be consistently delivering powerful content to help you all reclaim your power and honor your journey and trust your process and just step into your truth. And so again, thank you so much for your love and support. Please share with your friends and let me know what episodes have been the most aha, groundbreaking, mic drop moments for you and let us know what you want to hear more of. I'm here to serve you and to continue to bring on these incredible teachers to help you on your journey. And so without further ado, let's dive into episode 52, The Shamanic Journey of Becoming You with Allison Charles. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Sovereign Society podcast. I am super pumped because 
another house guest here at the Creuso Casita. <laughs> uh, another another one. Another one. Yeah, they just rolling through. They're Universe like, send us sends us out here. <laughs> yeah. The desert beckons. <laughs> so I have Alice and Charles here, aka okay. Rockstar Shaman. That's right. Holler. Holler at me. Yeah. So she's been my house guest for the past couple of days. And it's actually funny. This is the second time I've had a house guest come in on like a crazy weekend. And it takes them like five hours to get here from L.A. The same thing happened with Luke's story. Oh, what was going on that weekend? Coachella. Oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. Yeah. So this is Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. And I think like a part of me was like, oh, you know, she had to have her little moment in the car (laughs) and I had to finish summoning up the house. Yeah. You were like, I'm so glad you actually got caught in traffic. I was still saging and cleaning and just getting everything ready. I couldn't have like another like shaman practitioner here like and not clean my house and have it feel right for me and that's the thing it's like I've been so busy with like putting together courses and things that I haven't like cleaned my house in a way that feels right I remember when you came two weeks ago Mm. and I was like don't judge me like my house isn't clean and you're like oh no judgment here and it's like I like to like really clean but I also know how it goes because we're we're both entrepreneurs and I understand like there's many branches and facets to the work and I get how you can get pulled in many directions and then you look around your place one day and you're like, okay, I need to tidy up yeah, here. Yeah, wow. You mean I haven't slept in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cool. What Living. This is living. But here we are now. You got your new mirror. I'm looking at the new mirror here yeah. in this room. Everything is looking on point. Damn, yeah. The house feels different. Yeah. Yeah, and then we just ate with your whole family. Yeah, my dad made a killer surf and turf dinner abundant yeah there was a lot of so a lot of love action and we've got bud your dog here yeah Bud's here. so we got all the good vibes going on yeah memorial day and just i don't know and then we were at a wedding you had a wedding yesterday. oh yeah shouts to my dear dear soul family caduce and carmina like two of truly the most incredible human beings walking this planet and oh my gosh the abundance and joy and magnificence of their ceremony it was I was so blessed to um, be witness to it and to join them in uh, Pioneer Town yeah it was glorious it was really beautiful just yeah all the people all the high vibes yeah so I just it's so funny because that's been something I've been really like navigating through it's been really challenging for me I hear it in Joshua Tree yeah it's been really challenging in Joshua Tree because I'm missing a lot more of though that energy it's like sometimes it can feel very lone wolf Mm -hmm. so it's fun when people come through and I get to have a little taste of it Mm -hmm. you know because being here it's like I'm very connected with the land which is what a huge part of me like being in Joshua Tree but the whole balance of like being in nature and being with people. Mm-hmm. And I know with you, you're you're here because you're doing the whole bi-coastal thing too. Well, yeah, and I'm a little bit of the flip side. I Being bi-coastal with New York and L.A., it's a lot of people activation. And I, for my medicine, I need to return to source and return to nature. Mm-hmm. So that's where the desert calls me to come do that, mm-hmm. whereas you're needing the other. Yeah, so it's a very interesting balance. And that's what's been so amazing that when I have – people come and stay at my house and that's why I like I like having these interviews at the end of the trip once I feel like people come and they get their the medicine that they need from this land which is what called me 
to be out here at first and just really also be able to facilitate a space where I can hold space for my friends that are doing amazing things in the world and are really showing up and Mm -hmm. allowing them like a safe haven to like just fill up their cup with nature and away from all of the hustle and bustle of the city life and mm-hmm. then you get to sp- spread your wings again tomorrow <laughs> yes and go back into uh-huh. the difference because I just I don't know I feel like out here it feels like 15 years behind like there's you know, like like oh like let's go get pick up snacks like it's six o'clock we can't get right? anything I know we were like hustling to the health food store are we gonna it was like 6 30 at night and I don't know if it's gonna be open still and it wasn't I I looked I was like nope dead dead yeah dead bold is turned it's like yeah it's very different out here compared to what you're used to in New York it's that. non-stop yeah yeah, so yeah. that's definitely adjustment. Oh, and it just hit me. Like, I, you know, am mainly in the city that never sleeps, and you've been calling this the sleeper town. Yeah. So, again, total wow. opposite. Yeah. That's the contrast. Yeah. You know, and that's part of the duality of the balance and the yin and yang in a way. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's what I see with that. Yeah, but we're, um, you know, we consciously navigate and we're aware. You know, you sense that things were imbalanced and 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 so did I and and look we're we're doing we're integrating it all so Mm -hmm. it's all about the integration so speaking of integration Mm -hmm. I want to talk about because I remember like a couple months ago I remember I saw on your Instagram handle how you switched from rockstar shaman to I am Allison Charles and I was like whoa shift Holy shift holy shift yeah how has that experience been of you not I don't even say hiding behind a mask, but a brand name into like claiming like I am Allison Charles, like I am here. This is my medicine. <sighs> yeah, it's been a lot and I'm still with it and in it and feeling it and still get flashes of, I think it was just, um, I think just yesterday I had another flash where I was like, should I switch it back? It's um so... Uh, it's it's brought up a lot I mean Rockstar Shaman was a very divinely guided name you know it wasn't anything I took lightly um it really came about organically and then I did my own shamanic journey to consult with my main love and light guides and to really seek counsel and um you know they were like Allison this is what we sent you here for you know emphatic about me using such a bold public name in such a new way as we know traditionally shamans don't need to refer to themselves as that you know you're the medicine person in the village or the jungle or wherever you're at and people know to you know they're guided to you or they know to seek your counsel but um, we definitely are living in a time, very interesting time of shifting paradigms and new energies coming down into Gaia and activating us in new ways and creating a new earth. And so it's been a very, 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 very deep and potent and powerful balance for me of honoring my truth and my mission and my calling and what I'm sent here to do this lifetime and being a public figure shamanic practitioner along with understanding and honoring the traditions. And um, it's, uh, I think when you are any kind of trailblazer or any kind of person creating a new path, 
especially for something that's traditionally been done one way, it evokes a lot. It evokes a lot within your own self. It evokes and can trigger a lot within other people. And at the end of the day, who I consult with and who I report to is God. And if I'm getting God's guidance to go in a certain direction and to, to deliver a medicine in a certain way, that's the way I'm going. And so um, I'm not blind to and I'm not deaf to, you know, those that are triggered and um, rather than, you know, uh, honorably and maturely converse with me and inquire about why my path has gone a certain way if they want to uh, you know, if they just want to stick with the trigger and project and point fingers or judge, uh, you know, to each their own path and, and journey. Um, so there, you know, it has been, you know, there's been some tough moments along the way, but at the end of the day, I'm so rooted and anchored and grounded in uh, who, I, who I speak to. And so there was all of that at play. And so can, you can imagine for the last three in some change years, um, since I came out of the spiritual closet and as a shaman and then calling myself rockstar shaman, that, that functioned, um, yeah, like I said, for a little over three years. So building my work and I, I was transitioning out of being a radio host and television host, had my awakening and, you know, total obliteration of, of many realities and, you know, egoic deaths and all of these things. So when I came out, it, it, it was a whole new life beginning for me and having to figure a lot out. So I had to so steadfastly walk that path with that name and it built me a very, very strong foundation. It established um, in a lot of ways, you know, who I am. It, 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 in this day and age, I'm, I come from being in the media and being in the entertainment industry and it expresses to people like who you are and what you do. Um, and so then when I started getting these downloads and very clear internal guidance that the name, it was kind of like a layer by layer process a little bit. I, I just started to shift it sometimes to like AKA Rockstar Shaman, like in bios uh, that people would need for mm -hmm. podcasts or whatever. I would say Allison Charles, AKA Rockstar Shaman, but the Instagram was still Rockstar right. Shaman. So that happened first. And then I, it was stronger and stronger guidance. And I was like, oh, wow, it's supposed to be like a definitive shift and um, so, yeah, I mean, I, where I sit right now is I sit and, and trust, but it, it does bring up some fear because I think as humans, we can get really comfortable and attached to identities and titles and names. Um, it can become a comfort zone. And like I was saying to you earlier, before we started recording, it's like, I... Yeah, I mean, Rockstar Shaman, it's it's done a lot for me. And if it's, you can go by the old adage, if it ain't broke, you know, why fix it? Don't fix it. And so there is really no reason, quote unquote, logical reason for me to need to make this shift other than me being instructed by universe. And that's how I roll. And so I'm going with it and I, I, I can really feel the big magnitude and potency of where it's all leading and guiding me. But I would be completely lying to you and all of your listeners if I said that it doesn't bring up fear of, you know, transitioning away from that because it is, it it is a comfortable 
thing for a while too. And so this is like trusting. It's like a leap in it, a way it's, too. Yeah, it's a big leap. leap. Of faith. Yeah, because you know, it's it's a catchy name, and so I'm sure that you know there have been a lot of people that have followed me on Instagram because they're like they might be like, oh wow, how interesting, you know, follow Rockstar Shaman or follow a shaman. And so now that it's at I am Allison Charles, it's like trusting that, you know, I hear you. I'm enough and, mm -hmm. and, and my potency is my potency and it doesn't adhere to, to a name. So I had a similar situation because I was, my handle was Shamanessa Godessa. Mm. And then I heard the intuitive like hunch too, to like go to your name. Mm. When was that? Um, that was like two days, three days before my ayahuasca ceremony. When was that? Uh, October. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So it was in October and I was just like, oh, this isn't feeling fulfilling anymore. Like mm -hmm. it wasn't, I felt like I needed to also step out fully of, out of the spiritual closet. And I felt like that was just like a thing that I was like being safe in because. Well, that's interesting. But that's interesting that you considering the, the other name was more quote unquote spiritually overt name. Yeah. Yeah. So do you see what I'm trying to say? Yeah. That's interesting that you felt that that name was somehow not letting you out of the spiritual yeah, closet. Yeah, it wasn't allowing me as Sabrina to like really honor my gifts. Okay. Like I was hiding my gifts behind an alias other than owning my own gifts. That's interesting. Okay. Okay. And what, like in what way? Like, Well, just like, you know, if I were being called like, oh, Shamanessa Godessa, Yes, that was like, that's the name of my company and stuff, mm -hmm. but that's not, again, it's an identity. Like, I am. It's like proclaiming that I am Sabrina Riccio and I, as Sabrina Riccio, am enough. Mm -hmm. And my medicine is enough as Sabrina Riccio. Mm -hmm. I don't need to have a mask or like a role to right. have that medicine. Right. And I'm finding, and let me know if the same is happening for you. It's so beautiful for me to witness. Um, there's a lot of components and threads and layers that are going along. There's a lot of shifts happening for me simultaneously. And I have seen and felt since um, shifting the name that I also, I just also feel so much less compelled to tell anyone like, at all really who I am or what I do I, just like be. Yeah. yeah and even you know like at the wedding last night or or wherever I might be when um I, I mean people might recognize me or they or they might like I know you from somewhere or or they just in general inquire about what I do I just um I don't know. Like sometimes I'll say would you feel that wind? Yeah I'm feeling that gust too. What is that? I'm wondering if it's the swamp cooler. What's that mean? It's like the air coming in. It's like the air coming in from outside in. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like, I just felt like this massive. I felt a waft of like wind. I just like looked around. I'm like, is there, you know, what's oh, yeah, amazing? Okay. Well, we're rolling with it. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, it's just been beautiful for me to just, um, you know, because before I think egoically too, it was, it was kind of fun and nice for me to say like, um, when they say, Oh, where do I, where do I know you from? Like, Oh, well, my Instagram is rockstar shaman. Oh, right. And so those little things, whether we want to admit it or not can feed you egoically. And so there's just something so purifying and, um, yeah, just so pure 
and so beautiful about me releasing more and more. I mean, my initial awakening moment was a, a total ego obliteration. That that main egoic shell got got blasted away. But then along the way, there's other phases on this path where other parts of the ego need to to release. And this is a part of what's occurring for me. And that's what I think was part of me, too, was holding like being that ego of like, this is shamanessa Gadessa, mm-hmm. like as that ego. But just coming into that space of more purity of me, like mm-hmm. no strings attached of like a brand or a business or anything like this is just me being fully authentic and vulnerable, sharing mm-hmm. my story as Sabrina Riccio, not so much as Shamanessa Gadessa in that way. Love it. Feels so good, right? Yeah. Because that's the same thing. I remember like uh, when Sahara Rose was doing the same thing, I remember she mm. called me and she was like, I want to get rid of Eat Feel Fresh. Like she wants to get rid of changing. She changed her name from Eat Feel Fresh and now she was like calling me to help her figure out her new handle on mm. Instagram. And I was like, why don't you just do I am Sahara Rose? Because someone already took Sahara Rose. Same with me. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, just do I am Sahara Rose and like really proclaim it. And I know she too felt the huge metamorphosis transformation. And I think um, what I'm hearing right now is like so many of us in this world, in this field of like personal development, spiritual growth, we've all have gone through a massive metamorphosis. Like mm-hmm. the pa- especially since 2012, I feel like a lot of us have done really deep work in the past six years. And so now we're all like, okay, like you were sharing earlier, you found the top of the mountain, you climbed the top of the mountain, now you're coming down to share. Mm-hmm. And so there's no more hiding behind um, a label or a brand because mm-hmm. um, we were doing that when we were still really discovering and figuring out because it was like a safe blanket. Mm-hmm. But now that we've like really come into our wholeness, we're like, here I am. This yeah. is me. I love that. Yeah. And it feels so wild with um, along with the name shift and egoic sh- releasing and everything a uh, couple, not even yeah, I guess maybe two months ago, I got a huge download. And when I was in LA at Sahara Rose's apartment, so <laughs> interesting, um, that I just blurted out, we were chatting about business and uh, yeah, consciousness business and our brands. And I just like, blur, like blah, 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 out of my mouth, I was like, I feel like I'm supposed to offer a PR branch of my shamanic work and as soon as it came out out of my mouth I looked at her and then she got a a hit Mm -hmm. and her eyes like popped and bugged open and she goes oh my god you have to do this and it was just like this instant there was like no lag time Mm -hmm. as soon as I said it it that blurted out of her mouth and then I got dosed with that transmission and it was like we were ping-ponging back and I was like what's happening right here right now am I am I opening a shamanic PR firm and she's like yes you are she told me yeah she because she was like helping me too she's like I was a thousand like last week and she had this download Uh now she's doing shamanic PR Yeah, yeah it was super trippy and um and so that's that's that whole piece that you referenced you know going to the top of the mountain and coming back down to be of even greater service like all of what I do it's all to be of service and that's why I'm here on the planet is to be you know a uniter a conduit of earth and sky rock and star and to again like I said I, I report to Gaia and God and so I am here as a vessel um, to administer out whatever messages medicine and consciousness uh, that needs to be given And um, yeah, it's so beautiful for me to see the shifting and how whatever needs to be conducted through me is going out now because 
now I am with being, you know, a shamanic PR firm. It's like I have all these incredible clients. And now as opposed to me, you know, the outreach to press and media outlets for myself, it's for others. And I was like, wow. Evolution right there. Massive. Because it's a 180. Mm -hmm. It's a total 180. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, I've had to do so much work around with my childhood being so immersed, as you know, in elite athletics and being a national champion athlete. I was literally born and bred to compete and to stop at nothing other than like winning and being the best and like being number one. And I've had to transcend so much and I am so grateful at my massive evolution because I've, you know, for a while was operating a little bit in shadow and I, I lost a couple of friendships along the way because it was still a shadow component mm-hmm. for me, that competitiveness. And it was fear based, you know, because I, it was literally childhood wounding. It was very traumatizing mm-hmm. before I was even three. I was put into a road race like I was two and a half years old lacing up racing shoes and like little Nike running shoes, two and a half. And so um, it's like, I wondered when I got this hit to then assist others in shining and me relinquishing, reaching out about my own brand and self, I thought I I was like, let's keep it real. Like what's going to come up for me? Am I going to be triggered? And when I'm doing press outreach for others, am I going to be like, Oh, and by the way, I also, you know what I mean? Hey, wink, wink, yeah, <laughs> yeah. little nudge over here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, honestly, it is not, it does not come up at all. And that has been. What a, what a beautiful thing to witness, to oh. see your growth. It's been the most, I, I've never felt more in my power with my offerings on earth than the work I'm doing right now with the shamanic PR. Amazing. Yeah. Well, I wanted, I want to hit something that you said there because I was just recording the first episode of my, my five day mm. series today and I was talking about making your mess your message. And so the big thing for me that I was sharing is like, you really need to make sure that you recognizing those childhood wounds Mm -hmm. because that is that will come up time and time again until you do the work and especially when you're going out there and sharing your medicine and sharing your message like you said like you know is this going to trigger anything in me and it's like absolutely not because it's so important to be able to one be willing to recognize like your own inner wounding of the inner child Mm -hmm. and two, be willing to like nurture him or her yeah Yeah, that's really massive, massive, vital key in in all of this earth life, especially in the evolutionary path is, yeah, going to those most sensitive, soft, kind of like oozy, sore places within ourselves and being so compassionate and so loving to them. I also do... Um, like this, this gremlin work where I'll guide people through, um, like a shamanic journey, but it's a very different kind of journey than what a lot of people know my work to be. I I got really known for guiding the animal totem journeys, um, like drumming and taking people into different places, different realms, whether it be the jungle, a cave up to the moon, and then uniting them with their spirit animals and receiving messages and medicine from them. And with this particular, journey I the the people aren't laying down and and covering their eyes are actually up and mobile and like through my drumming and, and rattling like they're moving their bodies and they're starting to hear 
um, and a lot of this roots back to those childhood woundings, um, for the first time we're inviting in the really harsh internal dialogues and um, that voice, the fear-based voice that can link into the childhood woundings um, that comes in, that holds you back, that keeps you in a cocoon of playing small. And a lot of times because that voice can be so scary and we're terrified of the messages that he or she has for us, we don't really let it be heard it's like more like this um like subtle yeah it's like a subtle record playing in the background where we like get in the subconscious of it. yeah yeah and so when you in sacred space in this shamanic journey like know you're in safe space and and you can safely evoke this voice to be loud and clear and you probably for the first time in your life are hearing it say like you know you suck why are you even trying at this? Just keep doing what you've been doing or whatever. You know, it. when you let it be heard, it's like, oh my gosh, no wonder I've been doing X, Y, and Z. Listen to what this voice is saying. And then once it is heard and acknowledged, then it's like you can you can speak to it and you understand that that voice has just been trying. It's, it's calling for love. It's calling for love and it's just been trying to protect you. It thinks it's serving you. It thinks that it's loving you. It thinks that it's it's helping you. And so then that's when the metamorphosis can begin and you can understand it. And then that flips the relationship. And you can then, I, once I recognize my gremlin voice the next morning, his name is Timmy. Now, Timmy and I are rocking. We're super besties. It's not like this tumultuous relationship anymore. Um, And I, the next morning I worked with him at my altar and I called him forth and I sensed him immediately. And I was like, hey, you know, today starts a new way. And we like held hands. We chanted together. All of this just organically started happening. And now what happens, because now we're conscious partners, um, when I feel Timmy come in, he comes in a lot before I go um, on air, before I start filming, um, anything that kind of relates back to like uh, pre-race, like pre-competition mm. mode. Timmy clinches, you know, because my God, I lived in terror a lot in my childhood with the racing because Mm -hmm. there was so much pressure. It was terrorizing. So Timmy has that essence, that terrorizing feel that like grips and he gets me clenchy. And when I clinch, that's when I get nervous. Mm -hmm. And so I, I can now notice him the second he kicks in. And then I call him forth and I look at him and I'm like, Timmy, guess what? Today's one of those amazing days where you have the day off. Where do you want to go today? And then he'll pick a spot. He loves the beach. He loves like in hammocks swinging near the beach. And so he'll pick whatever location. I'm like, okay, usually we hug. And I'm like, have a beautiful day. You have the whole day off. And then he goes, does this thing. And then I, it's like this really powerful process. Wow. But yeah, doing all of the, this kind of work is vital. Mm-hmm. Because, so this is what I love too, is because what I was, when you were hearing that's like so much of the negative mind. So in Kundalini Yoga, we have three minds. That's Mm -hmm. what we talk about. So we have the negative mind, the positive mind, the neutral mind. And it takes nine seconds from us to get to the negative mind to the neutral mind. Okay. So it's like, it's not good or bad. It just is. Yeah. That's that neutral mind is like finding that balance in that space. Nice. And so we, uh, yeah, we have that space. And so you have to really be able to be willing to 
go to those deep addressed issues because it's representative of the lower triangle, mm. which is the bottom three chakras, which is developed between zero and 22, like birth to 22. Mm. So if you're having a lot of those deep rooted things and deep rooted issues from your childhood and or young adult, you can't even live into your heart space. Yes. Exactly. And it's so funny that you said zero to 22 because that is to a T the entire span of my running career. How weird is that? Amazing. Like, I mean, well, two and a half to 22, whatever. But like that, because I... You were already preparing at birth. I'm sure your dad's like, this one's going to be a runner. Oh, yeah. Before I was (laughs) born. Like minus whatever to 22. And yeah, and through my college running career. So that's really trippy. And then the other beautiful thing, like in witnessing our evolutions, is you really know when you've like gotten like 90 plus percent of the threads is when you're in the environment that used to wildly trigger you and there's no more charge to mm-hmm. it you know so that was been... I had one of those episodes two mm-hmm. weeks ago where I was able to really see my growth and just recognize that in the past that person reacted the way they did because they were pained and they were hurt mm-hmm. so at first when I saw them walk in I was like whoosh I could feel them and I just allowed myself to like be present to that feeling and I had like my black tourmaline in my hand and I just was breathing through it and I was like oh my god this is the lesson like mm-hmm. this is a karmic relationship that I've had to go through to be able to love someone so much mm. that I would rather not <laughs> real talk but I love them so much because they're still a part of me they're still a sister and part of humanity mm-hmm. and I love them because I recognize that they're acting the way they are because they've been pained mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and so just like sending those blessings and you know you do you and like send that energy to them when they've hurt me and just be like, you know, may you be blessed. This does not, this is not part of my orc field anymore. This doesn't bother me because I know who I am. And I think that's the other thing too. During those times, you really figure out who you are uh-huh. when those triggers come up too. Yeah. Like yeah. At your core. Yeah. And it's also beautiful <laughs> that you can start to tell uh, the, the more and more you walk on this path when a karmic relationship is done it's like you can really feel it mm-hmm. when it's reached what it's mm-hmm. supposed to have cultivated for you and your evolution mm-hmm. and I've been noticing that as well and I'm just like okay I, like I got a flash download about a particular relationship a couple of weeks ago and I was like it like literally zinged in like a lightning bolt and I was sitting at my place in Brooklyn and I was just like oh my gosh it's done it's wow it's completely done. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I, I did like a, a little ceremony at my altar with some selenite and just working with my, you know, Jesus is my main love and light guide. And um, so he helped facilitate it. And, and then I cleared like some information portal within my phone and cleared out that portal that way. And I was just like wow, this feels so right. And it was all done out of just like completion, but love completion. It wasn't like I'm getting rid of this person. Yeah, that was, it was a clean, very like, thank you. Uh, yeah. I, I honor you. Very humbling. And and now we are complete. Yeah. Yeah. I had that experience yesterday. And like that was me really ending, uh, making peace with what has the journey that has brought me to everything that I have, like family, ancestral, me like, whoa, 
instead of having this sever cut of my old work and things like that, I'm going to allow it to dissolve mm. with peace and with gratitude and just pure humility and being humble of like, I'm really grateful for where I came from. And now it's time to really step in as my sp- in that space of as a medicine woman and as like fully without any still resentment from something that may have happened in the past too. Uh-huh. Really grateful for where where you've come from and even more grateful of, as to who you are and where you get to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Because we have to know that and remember that like everything up into this moment, there's a divine purpose to it all. Mm-hmm. Everything. So what would you say has been you know, the biggest thing that you've really learned from, you know, this transition of trust and (laughs) the biggest thing. Oh, I mean, it's just the, I'll say the very first thing that came in, it may not be, uh, the biggest, but it was the first thing that surfaced. It's like when, when I had my awakening moment, I, when the veil lifted, egoic shell blasted, and illusion disintegrated, I was left with the truth of me, you know, the relationship that provided that awakening, and a lot about Earth. And with that truth reveal, I was like, woof, you are not who you thought you were. And the next step after that was, okay, so I clearly need help. So then I had my surrender moment, which is everything. And so that from that moment, that is, that is the moment that shifted my life is saying to universe, God and great mother Gaia, Pachamama, show me the way I completely surrender everything to you. Show me the way for my highest, greatest earthly good and the highest, greatest earthly good of all. And so What's coming up with this question, it goes back to that foundation of this path is that a lot of walking forth, I, you know, my favorite quote with this work is truth is a pathless land. Mm. Mm. And so, yeah, (laughs) I just had the craziest deja vu again. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so <laughs> like I, I I'm going with this 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 download. I have to trust that this download was pinged into me at the exact moment that it was. And while I could you know, I didn't need to make these shifts, but I'm being guided to. And so a lot of times it may not make logical sense. It may not make human rational sense. And in where you'll be tested is that like, again, everything was going great. Why, why all of a sudden am I all opening up a shamanic PR firm? Because I'm being told and because I can feel out beyond the field of any fear, I can access into and feel into the grandiosity of the bigger energy system, which is like, oh, come this way. Oh. This is what you're to do. It's like a magnetizing pull. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. so that's just been the biggest thing is that like, because with the other transitions in my life, they came more from a place of like, 
trauma or like, oh my God, I have to make this shift. This is different. This is like going on making a big, massive transition without, you know, this is just, just the like the next part of the evolution. Thin air. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so that's just been the glory and the beauty of of it is like um yeah, it's just relinquishing and releasing even when things are great, knowing that you're being guided to something even more magnificent and miraculous. Um, it takes time to build that trust with yourself and your guides too. Yeah. Cause you, that's the thing. It's like you, they've never steered you wrong before. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And yeah. And like I said, you know, different things, different things have, have pinged up and will probably continue to ping up. And those are kind of like those little, I hate labeling things as like freaking tests and challenges. I it's, but there's no other human articulation way to describe it, I guess. But yeah, it's like those little fear-based thoughts are, are kind of the tests along the trust and faith path. It's just mm. like, no, cause I could switch my Instagram back in any freaking second mm-hmm. or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, to make me feel like quote unquote comfortable, comfortable. again. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I'm just like, Oh, bigger system, bigger system. Yeah. Keep expanding. expanding. Yeah. Yeah. But like doing this work, Oh my gosh. Like me being witness to, it's truly a culmination of my entire life's work that leads to the shamanic PR because well now it's like you you were the seeker for so long and now you show you now you get to show what you found yeah yeah and it's like oh my gosh you know those three years of just like constant you know live talks live events all these brand partnerships and brand collaborations and like this feature and this interview and like I, I I was feeling this massive driving force behind it and I, um, it, I knew it was building something, uh, but it is a bit surprising that this is the next step on those building blocks, that it's taking this shape and this form. And that's the other piece of it is a lot of what comes to you and a lot of the guidance and visions that reveal can really surprise the heck out of you, you know? Um, and so this one, it did at first, I was just like, wait, what? But it makes, in hindsight, it makes total sense. This is actually what I did study and did get my degree in in college. You know, it's just, I... You had a little detour, like (laughs) self-discovery. Like a mini year (laughs) detour. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that I can now... every circle. Everything that I've done my whole life um, is this offering because it's about... As it's new paradigm PR, you know, shamanic PR for a reason. And anyone that I decide to work with has to agree um, to do the shamanic side of the work. It's not just me getting you hooked up on, you know, different media platforms and, and, and letting your light be seen more. It's like I can really tap into in the process where you're self-sabotaging, where you're holding yourself back, where you're doing any funky gunky stuff that is a blind spot for you. It's not for me. And so I, it's my duty to lovingly call you out on that. And then we got to navigate those waters and have that conversation. And I have to give it to, you know, for the most part, you know, they, 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 they go there and it's, it's a, it's a wild ride, but it's worth it. Cause that what we do together in this program will serve you forevermore. That's the thing, you know, you're, when you're going in it and you're doing that deep work, it feels like 
fucking your nails scratched, like you're being pulled and all those things because you're really having to dive in deep to those really mucky parts. But having the devotion, I don't like to use the word discipline anymore, but having the devotion to yourself and to your highest self mm-hmm. and to be in that space that you reap the benefits tenfold mm-hmm. when you allow yourself to surrender into doing the work and being willing to face your shit and call yourself out and do those things and transmute. Like the reward comes after mm-hmm. too, like so much stronger than when you're, it's like way stronger of a, the arrow being pulled back to be shot forward in such a way that it's like, wow, I, I navigated through that. I conquered it. And now I'm here like really showing up and it's like the benefit that you get to reap from that is Mm -hmm. just so much more fulfilling than you could have ever even imagined. Yeah, because, you know, a lot of the stuff that's been coming up with um, with them, like I said, it's blind spot stuff. So you you aren't even aware at some of these hindrances unconscious yeah that are really like keeping the the cap on or like keeping that cork in the bottle and it's your soul like whooshing and whooshing and whooshing and coming more and more alive and it wants to pop that cork off because more of your soul essence mm-hmm. wants to be expressed out into the world and it's like trying to get your attention and express to you in so many different ways like let you know I want to I want to be expressed more and so yeah when you can have someone like me um be able to bring these things to your attention yeah a lot of resistance may come up um defense mechanisms like anger there's those those beautiful but challenging um human emotions that can get activated initially but once those are felt and we work through the process oh my gosh the the liberating breath that's on the other side of that it's the most delicious breath you can it's ever like you, taste your soul's been in a coma yeah you know? and it's like oh my god finally that thing that's been stuffed into that nook and tight little ass cranny in my left IT band or wherever the hell it was stuffed, like now that it's been like liberated, then that opens up like whole energy lines and grids within your being that can then house and activate more of truth and more of love and more of your soul comes alive. And then the more your soul comes alive, the more you can get in alignment with like what you're, what the heck you're here to do. Mm -hmm. And it's just this massively potent process. And when you're in it, you know, it might not feel that amazing, but it is. (laughs) (laughs) It just takes time. Be patient with the process. It's an ongoing infinite process but that's the thing too is like the more you do the work it doesn't take as long as when you did Mm. when you first started because it's like a muscle that you're training you know like after a while you can catch yourself and you can make that switch a lot faster over time Mm -hmm. it takes time so don't beat yourself up if you're like why is this not working i'm doing everything and it's like there's there's a lot of deep rooted things that are happening behind the scenes that you may not even be aware of but you have to just continue to be persistent believe in the process and to keep going like just trust yeah yeah I always remember this was years ago at this point but um one of my friends I forget what was something something was going on that was challenging and she said um 
she said, yeah, Ali, but you have to remember, um, you, oh, she put it so well. She was basically like saying, you're used to riding these waves. So you, you can ride them well at this point. Like this might be the first time they're ever riding that particular wave. And it's like, yeah, you really do get used to the more you put yourself out there to be vulnerable, um, to be self-expressed, to self-explore, to self-actualize, to self-develop and go inward and go down, down, down and examine certain behaviors and patterns and like really go into those little caves within yourself. Oh my gosh, it does like you can then ride all of that stuff with so much more grace and become the conscious observer. You know, I always remember this one breakdown I was having. It's probably been like seven, eight months ago at this point, but it was massive, you know, breakdown, slobbering, crying, wailing, moaning, like, ah, saw, oh, it was just like human anguish. Yet my higher self floated above me and was watching the beauty of what my human self was going through. And so I became you know, the conscious observer of my human experience. And so, yes, I was feeling the anguish, but I was also being witness to the miracle and the transformation and the knowing what's on the other side. Yeah. So all those things come into play, the more we courageously step forth on this path. Mm. Yeah, I hear you. I had one of those. I had one of those like shit last week. (laughs) I had that last week. I was having a really challenging time and I was feeling my uh, 90-year-old aunt. She mm. was like almost, we almost lost her. And I was feeling this like transition of her going. And I was just like feeling her. And I was like in it, just in it. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I know I'm just in it right now. I know this is just part of my human experience. I know every single time I go and I go through these, it's a, the breakdown is leading to a breakthrough. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to ride it. I'm going to be with it, honor what comes up, honor that I'm not supposed to be around a lot of people right now. Mm-hmm. I'm just supposed to just be with myself and just honor that this is like coming up so that I can heal and transmute and create space. And this is what I was telling my friend the day after, exactly mm-hmm. what you're saying. I literally had to go to the very, very, very pit of my, the bottom of myself Mm -hmm. so that not only I can be, so I could be a sacred chalice that can hold space for, for people in Mm -hmm. such a deep way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 It's all of that. And then, and then talk, bringing it back to where we started with talking about balance. Then it's also remembering like my two words lately have been thriving and rejoicing because I was so aware um, you know, just with some of my nature and tendencies, like when I commit to something, you know, I'm a Capricorn and, you know, that dedicated athlete and all that stuff, one in numerology, la, la, la. And like, I was really being aware at, um, how serious some of it had become for me. And, you know, at the heart and essence and core of spiritual living, it's, it's playfulness and, you know, child, childlike essences and joy. And so, you know, then also trying to remember my friend Biet Simkin has an incredible description for what some of us can fall into and it's resurrection addiction. Mm. Whoa. So what does that resonate with? What does that mean with you? Well, it's just like you can get on this path with how some of these processes can work with like getting used to 
you know, your normal um, baseline baseline for living can be like super deep. Yeah. You know, like you can get super used to like trudging up the stuff and doing the deep work and like feeling the uh, and almost uh. like martyrdom in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can definitely be a threat of that for sure, or all of that. Yeah, and um, and and then yeah, you can kind of get into those systems of um of feeling like it has to like that that path. Um, you always had to go to the very pit. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it, and it doesn't have to be that way. And so I think it's just, again, it's like another thing to be consciously aware of. It's like, huh, has that been playing a role in my path at all? And if, um, so I just, I love that she, that turn that's for it. That's so good. Cause that's what I, I feel like I had to go through. I went through a lot with myself was like, mm. oh, another thing for me to transmute another thing for me to transmute. But then after a while that became just like a broken record. Yeah. And it became a trap almost. Like, oh, that's just, you know, the cycle. And, like, it's, I see that snake eating the body. I'm yes. really working on not having that be that, like, the image anymore because then you're just stuck in a trap. Yeah, well, yeah, and, like, the definition of insanity, doing the same, same thing, thing over and, and over again, again expecting, expecting a different result. result. <laughs> that's been coming very strong with me lately, too. Mm. And I remember because, like, two weeks ago I was telling you, I was like, God, I still don't feel like I'm completely out mm. of the spiritual closet yet. And you're yeah. like, well, we need to, like, work on that. When I was driving you to the airport yeah like we need to work on that but I have shifted so much in two weeks yes you have oh my god like I couldn't believe from the last time I was here two weeks ago to when I walked in this door this trip it was like a different person greeting me whole different energy essence like physically too I was just like what is going on even bud bud got a bath he was looking all shiny and bright I was like what's happening here yeah I mean I but I because that's the thing it's like like no more of like I need to keep like you know I got rid of an old story I transmuted an old story like I started I did a huge ceremony and I really dove deep and I was like I brought in more love and more compassion for mm -hmm. myself and wept what I needed to and really transmuted what I felt like was really part a huge part of like ancestral stuff because that's been very strong but like I said I just feel like right now like especially today and then my family all coming in today too and like having it a very beautiful very symbolic yeah it was very symbolic and that was the same thing the last time my mom came into my house is when I had like a huge I had my huge vision quest you know I had my huge ceremony she came in like hours after I had my ceremony and I was like oh my god like that's the pattern, you know, just mm. like her coming into my home and like they were here all day. My dad cooked and like, she, you know, she was helping me around the house. And it was just like that was like another way of like me really stepping up as like, all right, this is like my my path now, not the mm. path that my parents expected me to be on or like a like their own judgment, not good or bad, just like their own idea of like what my life would be and how mm -hmm. I've just kind of continued to stay true and authentic to myself and like them also seeing me in my home now and seeing like this is my routine. And I was saying like, oh my God, this is like my housewarming party that I never had. Like mm -hmm. it was the first time I had like everyone around my table. 
Really? Yeah, we filled up the whole table. Yeah. Like all the, the bench, me and your mom, yeah. and then you and your dad at the head chairs, and then Gary my and your sister. sister and her boyfriend, yeah. Super cute. Yeah, it was really lovely. And my parents are all singing along. With, like I was playing like above and beyond acoustic. They're all singing along like, oh, this brings us back when we were in Mexico by ourselves. We're listening to this album every day. And it was just Allison, like, you coming to Mexico yeah. with us this month, <laughs> next month? <laughs> like, she's like, oh, let me think about that. Yeah, so... I've just, I've just been in this huge space of like claiming sovereignty too, mm. of being like, no, like that's not my reality that I'm, that I don't have to say that's my reality of that old story anymore. What old story? Just like the trauma and the pain, this, the thing that I carried for so long and the thing that was like my story uh-huh. that wasn't really serving anymore that had me play small. I'm so sorry, but Bud is snoring, snoring so loud. I'm like dying. <laughs> He's like really. I've never heard him snore that loud. <laughs> oh my god, he's like an old man. Snoring. He's really going to town. Yeah, so probably Bud will sleep with Allison tonight because that's what he always does. And he guesses yeah. here the last night. He just sleeps with them. Yeah, he's, that's his own wall. He left me part of his toothbrush treat. <laughs> he put it right next to my pillow, and I woke up this morning, my eyes open, and I saw part of his bone. I was like, oh, thanks, Bud. And then you thought you saw Bud at the corner of your eye, and he wasn't here? I did. I was missing him. <laughs> it was a mirage, a desert mirage. Oh, everyone loved Bud. So, yeah, so it's just like that, That like I said, like you, like I just wanted to thank you because when you were like, we need to – we need to shift that. And I was like, yeah. And that's so my human design. Mm. My human design, like my strategies wait for the invitation. Oh. Oh, that was big. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's why that was like, okay. You know? And then just the the whole weekend has just been me really like that. Well, even just the past two weeks, it's just been me karmic cycle, just like really complete medicine wheel complete complete mm. complete complete because now i'm at my new baseline where my baseline's 5d consciousness of unity consciousness but i'm not getting stuck in that trap anymore mm-hmm. because i am that mm. so now i'm willing to rise higher yeah and that's why i'm working more so with sound current and my nod and the way i speak and live my truth and working on like grid work and re mm. Restru- restructuring energy mm-hmm. and manipulating energy through kundalini yoga and things like that of like what may be stuck in my work field or mm-hmm. anything to transmute anything that's like not of service anymore mm-hmm. like it served its purpose and i i humbly bow to it but i'm just in the space of deeper surrender deeper trusting deeper awakening and i'm just asking spirit like hey i'm here continue to show me yeah like what the next step is for me so that I can continue to really because like I was telling Allison I was like no I've barely scratched the surface with my work like Mm. I feel that deep in my core like I feel like I'm just getting started in a way that's like I know I've done a lot but I know there's way deeper work that I'm here to do and I think we always we all evolve like that's the thing as humans like we're getting deeper like you probably didn't think you know that you'd be doing this shamanic PR thing like right. a couple months ago let alone and now you're yeah. like there. Yeah like so there like that's what my work is right yeah. now. I mean that in Soul Reboot filming yeah. that show which I love so much. Um, yeah it's powerful so aho to you. Thank you. Yeah, it's just trust. That's the biggest thing is just trusting the trusting the process and honoring the journey. And like that's my mantra, honor the journey, trust the process, because mm-hmm. the more you're you're willing to trust in your highest self, trust in your guides, trust that 
you can't fuck it up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> trusting in the unseen. Yeah. You know, trusting in the unseen like that. Yeah. Those and s- listening to the intuitive hunch within. Because like, a lot of people may be like, well, how do I know? Like, what? How do I know? Like, what is an intuitive hunch that I should be listening to? Or like, how do I know? But I always say, like, you know when you know. Yeah, you do. And again, just like we were talking about before, the more you, that co-creative relationship that you begin to develop between yourself and God, source, and Mother Gaia, you know, whoever you're directly re- relating with and talking to, um, those those visions and those um, higher self feelings, like the more you um, think you feel them or know you feel them, and then act upon them and follow their lead, the stronger that muscle gets as well, you know? And so it's like... It's all a muscle. It is, it is. You know, I always, you know, with with doing like chakra work and third eye work, I I always say it's it's the greatest best friend relationship you can ever cultivate because that is your own highest self. That is your ancient wisdom. I mean, it lives within your entire body, but like your highest self and your own intuition lives in that third eye. And so the more you do practices to clear and open the pineal gland and like speak to your own third eye and say, say out loud, like I guide people through this process all the time. It's like, if you, if your soul feels ready, say to your own third eye, like I am with you, you know, my, my own wisdom, my intuition, my third eye highest self, like I am, I am with you. I am ready to unite with you more and more deeply. I am ready to hear you and to heed your messages and your calls for me. I, I command that you begin to speak louder and more clearly and let's do this. Like whatever conversation, you know, like talk to it. Hmm. Yeah, which is when I was thinking when you were saying that, I was like, that's probably why I've been so drawn to working with Hoppe lately. Mm. Oh, okay, yeah. Because it really helps decalcify the pineal gland. And I look at right now and it's 10-10, so that's my confirmation. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. You've been getting so many of those lately. Yeah, I've been getting all my numbers of like 10-10, 12-12. And it's hilarious. We'll just be like working on something. 11-11! Yeah. Oh my God, 12, 12. Like yeah. she hollers it out. <laughs> <laughs> I would be catching that. So yeah, I want to ask a few quick lightning round questions. This one's so juicy. Oh. Okay, so uh, what would you say to younger Allison today? Ah, uh, younger Allison. Ah, dear bright shining light, dear powerful soul. I see you, sister. I see you, queen. You are powerful beyond measure. And you've come here equipped with really, really potent and powerful gifts. And while you may be experiencing a phase in life where in order to keep yourself safe and in order to preserve vital relationships, you may feel you need to hide or suppress some of these powers and gifts, they will return to you, dear one. You will return to yourself in full. I love you and I see you. You're so guided. You're so taken care of. You will look back one day and understand 
all that is, all that is, all that is. Trust in this and know I am here always. Your gifts and your power and your connection to God and Gaia is always here, always. Aho. Aho. That was the most profound one of the episodes I've recorded yet. That was so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, so what would you say, Miss Animal Totem? (laughs) What would you say has been a really strong animal totem for you lately? Oh, you know. Well, it's been a, I mean, there's been really, really big ones for me. I mean, I just got a beautiful new um, blessing fan made for my work. And um, I made sure it was very clear that I needed to have a peacock feather right in the center. Oh, my God. We've been talking about peacocks all day today. Yeah, so peacock is big, but the first one that came in, um, which, as you know, I write a monthly energy forecast for well and good. And when it turned 2018 for the January forecast, um, I said that snake would not just be the totem for January, but really for all of 2018. You know, it's just really shedding layers. Yeah. Shedding false selves, shedding more ego, shedding more whatever that would be holding you back from being in your fullest expression. And so Snake continues to so, so, so blessedly serve me like all the time. We pulled the Snake card three times today. Yeah, yeah. right before we recorded it came out again. Um, and, in, and for the next episode of Soul Reboot that I'm releasing, we're using the Snake uh, for that one as well. So. Amazing. I have a snake in my logo. <clears throat> oh, right. Yeah, yeah. your logo is great. Yeah, because thank you. Yeah, the Kundalini Rising, I think that's also the totality of like – awakening and enlightenment but also embodiment is what I feel Mm. like we're really witnessing right now too is having that balance of the divine masculine and the divine feminine uh really coming in so to when when I see snake that's what I see a lot too just because I see the kundalini rising in the embodiment yeah embodiment is really important (laughs) yeah well that's the thing that's that's the feminine that's like the receive like Mm -hmm. you're receiving all of the hard work you've done which I feel like is what is really a common thread right now. Yes. Okay, so what would you say was a book that really changed the trajectory of your life? <sighs> books, books. It's so funny because I I love to read. And um, really, as one of the ways, even as a little girl, I didn't know I was doing it then, um, but I, I was never one that read um, like romance novels or fiction truly like my entire life all I've ever read is like metaphysics and the healing power of colors and feng shui and like all things self-development self-development and I think I was doing that at a very young age subconsciously um, because I knew there was some like dysfunction and trauma occurring and I was trying to keep myself okay the best I could and so while I have been such a voracious reader my entire life the last like number of years I just like not not reading anything um so it's uh with this book question um I mean it's yeah it's really odd because as many as I've read it's like there's really not been one that I'm just like oh my gosh like you have to read this book I love a lot of books but not I don't feel compelled to like I don't even want to be like false with like you know what I'm saying it's just like nothing's coming to me um as much as I love books I love Eckhart Tolle and Pema Chodron is like I love her work so I always highly recommend um it's hers so so masterful so beautiful it's about accepting you know I mean it's a lot of things that she teaches but 
it's about being in full acceptance and not resisting anything and including everything and welcoming in, you know, all, all that is. And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just I lo- the way she delivers the messages is incredible. So I always recommend her. Amazing. So what you see, when you see, you're seeing like so many more people jumping into the spiritual um, world and personal development. What do you see is like a big, like when you see a big picture, mm-hmm. what do you see for humanity? Mm. Well, okay, so one second. Hmm. What I see and what I hope for and part of my medicine is with more and more people awakening to their missions and calling and gifts and allowing themselves self-exploration and the more that light and consciousness energy is then being administered wherever all these people go because we're light beings we're energy beings so as we raise our frequency and vibration and consciousness level we can just whatever gas station we go into or whatever movie theater wherever we go we are emitting that higher vibration frequency with which then enters in to others and activates more golden light threads within them so we know that it's this like thread by thread wave by wave cumulative um, process and yet what I'm getting at and the vision that honed in when you asked is more, more and more non-judgment. Mm. Because when you know yourself, you know the world. And when you allow yourself to awaken and face all aspects of yourself, the good, the bad, the light, the dark, all of it, you know, you're, you are much less apt to want to judge anyone else because you're like, oh, shit, you know, I've seen me and I know I've done that. So I'm sure as hell not going to judge that person. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, when you, yeah, just let yourself follow your own evolutionary path, you honor everyone else's too, you know, and you can see and honor where someone else is at and, and there's just less and less judgment. And that's my prayer and wish is more light and unity consciousness floods into our dear great Gaia, Mother Earth, is that we're able to look through the eyes of compassion and oneness and unity and just keep holding safe, sacred space for one another to evolve um, within ourselves I feel that when you were saying that I had my eyes closed and I was just seeing a spider creating her web mm. and there's been spider medicine is in this house so much like mm. I've been seeing so many spiders so it was just creating that web that bigger bigger web of the of the golden thread mm-hmm. which is new paradigm mm. golden thread so that's what I was seeing when you were saying that great so beautiful okay so where could we find m- more about you soul reboot Shamanic mm. PR, all the things. <laughs> all the things, things, things. <laughs> well, you can no longer find me at Rockstar Shaman. No. <laughs> um, yeah, Instagram is at I am Allison Charles. Um, and that's where I'm most active, uh, like social media feeds. And then my website, allisoncharles.com or rockstarshaman.com will still get you there. And then, yeah, my talk show is called Soul Reboot. 
it's incredible. I'm able to just sit down with all walks of life, incredible people that are really willing to be very vulnerable and raw and honest about their own life journey and path and their defining and awakening moments in life. And just, yeah, I, I love it so much. Blessed to have incredible guests. And you can um, go to my website to watch that. And uh, yeah, Shamanic PR, you can email me and if that's speaking to you and you want to release any blocks and get yourself out there and be seen more you can email me at um, allison at allisoncharles.tv and we'll have all that below okay so if there's one last thing you would like to share Mm. to close out and complete the sacred circle Mm. that we've created well the first thing that already came in is i would just um invite you all after we wrap here to just head directly to a mirror and really let yourself look at yourself and just take a sacred couple of moments to just gaze into your own eyes and like really let yourself connect with your own soul that lives in your eyes you know go into those windows of the soul and Just breathe and access and connect because you can really feel every time I do it, which is every day, I feel and see something different. So just connect with yourself first and just see what you pick up on and um, hug, hug someone. But like, don't hug awkwardly, like really let yourself like... Like just like really let yourself feel, yeah. Like like give a give a yummy cozy snuggle snuggle hug. Mm. Thank you so much for being such a lovely guest in my home, and for your wisdom and your presence and your being, and for the work you're doing and helping people continue to share their medicine, show up and transmute. And uh, this is it's this is just hilarious that you're at my house right now, right? <laughs> Here we are. It's all happening. It's all happening. Yeah. You manifested it. I did. Well, I knew. Like I said, like two years ago, I was in the Caymans with my family, and you were doing your retreat, and I was like, "Hey, like I'm like down the street," but you were like mid retreat when I was leaving. It's like oh, that's not gonna work out. Yeah. So that's the something better. That or something better. The something better is that I've been able to have you in my house, and we've been able to connect. And- yeah. Yeah. Go on hikes and all this stuff. Yeah. Thank you for having me and opening your beautiful abode to house me in this magical desert, these sacred lands. Yes. Aho, sister. Aho. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Go check out Allison's work. She's amazing and a true gem and light being on this planet, really uplifting the collective consciousness in such a way of vulnerable realness and that's why she's my friend and that's why she's on this episode and in my life and just I love being able to share beauty and share people who just feel the truth of humanity and are doing their best to really anchor that in the world and bless this place up so thank you for listening let us know what you thought and we'll see you soon take care Satnam.